get off the f***ing car. Hey, just get off the f***ing car. Hey, suck. Get your slippery ass off the car. Listen to me. Get off the f***ing car with your f***ing ass. Shut that mouth or I'll come over there and start her head. Mimic, 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 mimic. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Film Sack. It's probably not morning where you are. I'm Scott Johnson, and this is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 391. I'm joined today by Brian. I'm dying, Joe Dunaway. I'm dying. Really, I'm out. Oh, hi. I want to be alone. Oh, hi. This week on The Way of the Sack, I learned some brand new lore. New to me, the lore of the Batman. Specifically, James the Leprechaun Khan. Yep, mm. Leprechaun. Mm. Yeah, he's got bags of monies, and I'll be damned if you can have them. He's a flat-out trickster, that Leprechaun con. Con <laughs> luring you into his wishing well of broken bottles and shattered dreams. There is cheese in that there trap, as best as I can tell from what Dora, Del Toro was mumbling about. The cheese of death and whining. Oh, I got glass in my arm. Whatever. Anywho, <laughs> best be on your guard, because even if you are lucky enough to get close to the Leprechaun con's monies... You will surely have to fight his league of extraordinarily old men's. They ain't much, but they're all survivors. Well, at least for the next 15 minutes or so. Con! You clever girl. Don't you walk away from me with your monies and your stiff neck. Batman. <laughs> Man, that was Let's all just, over the place. Bottle that. Yeah. <laughs> Sell it at the Whole Foods. Uh, oh, yes. Also with us, Randy, the way of the gum, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. I'm here to talk about the art of the simplification philosophy, such as a plan is just a list of things that don't happen, or karma's only justice without the satisfaction. How about $15 million isn't money? It's a motive with a universal adapter on it. Simplification <laughs> philosophies are my favorite. So I decided to find some for other movies that we all know well. The Last Jedi is just a privilege trigger with some porgs in it. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road is just a music video without the little words on the bottom of the right corner of the screen. Remember those? Those yeah. were cool. Yeah, they're great. Top Gun is Iron Eagle with only white people. <laughs> the Wolf of know. Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street is just Wall Street with a wolf added. Mm. But the wolf is actually a rich guy on drugs and not an actual wolf. Dances with Wolves is an actual wolf movie with a wolf and everything. Mm, very okay, nice. so you're at the end thing. Uh, something, something clever. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah. something, something clever. <laughs> clever, Randy. Hey, is it my was, memory? Was... Is my memory right that uh, in Wolf of Wall Street he snorted cocaine out of somebody's butt? Do I have that mm. me- memory right? That's exactly what happened. Okay. Uh, Jonah Hill did right, or was it? Uh, it may have been DiCaprio, is what I'll call him. Oh, now. Right. The really memorable thing about that movie is him recalling in his mind 
getting in a car and driving somewhere. Yeah. While he's so completely wasted that you get to also see what he really did. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. That movie. I, just, that, that scene is just so that. classic. But the movie itself is kind of useless. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I remember from that movie is uh, uh, is uh, Matthew McConaughey on, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some sort of uh, pseudo Native American. <laughs> uh, I forgot Just he did that. Yeah, and he was all skinny because he was doing Dallas Buyers Club at the same time. Exactly. All right, sorry. Uh, I was finally... pretty convinced that oh, I yeah. was pretty convinced that Randy was going to do uh, his job for this week with, which was semen collector questionnaire guy. Oh Lord, it was a little bit of. I enjoyed what you did instead. Though. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, forgot about I, that guy. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time I ran a shitty motel in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't wait to hear. Okay, finally, and also witch. with us, Ray, uh, Brian Barefoot and. And very pregnant, Ibit. That's right. Uh, hi, uh, Despacito Hotel. Yes, uh, this is Keith from Yelp.com. Do you have a few minutes? Great. I'd like to go over some of the recent reviews that people have been leaving on Yelp here and see if they make sense to you because uh, they threw a couple red flags here at corporate. Ready? Okay, great. First off, we have a one-star review from a Cheryl H. from Wilmington, North Carolina, who says, bed very soft and nice view, but crazy bleeding pregnant lady wandering the halls. Does this, does this make sense to you? Oh, okay. One-time incident? Okay, great. All right, let's move on. Um, this next one is from a Parker J. from South Bend, Indiana. Uh, it says, I only got one washcloth, and my room has a horizontal line of equally spaced half-dollar-sized holes that go around the entire perimeter. Second-floor ice machine doesn't work and had to go to first floor to get ice. How about that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, more washcloths? No, I, I totally understand. I was asking more about the row of bullet holes. <laughs> oh, that room's getting renovated? Okay, great. All right. Uh, I got one last one here. This last one is from Terry V. from Fresno, who says, had to go to front desk twice to get a key card from my door and found an in courtyard filled with thousands of shards of broken glass. Also, stairwell light buzz a little, buzzes a little, and I can hear it from my room. Uh, what about that one? Yeah, no, I mean the shards of glass. Ah, okay. Would you say you have a plethora of shards of broken glass? Oh, my ah, God. Muy bien. Oh, my God. Tell me. Cheryl. All right, that was great. What is a plethora? Oh, so good. Nice reference. Uh, all right, you guys. It's the way of the gun. I'm bummed about this movie. It sucks. It's not a good movie. <laughs> It's not a good movie, and it's, it's got you're, some you're things. You're not wrong about it not being a good movie. How? What do you? What do you feel like about saying it's a? It's a good uh, series of events. Um, not it's a, a movie. Good third. It's a good third of a movie. Yeah, I would I'll, say. yeah, yeah. The final scene, uh, final bits are are pretty exciting. I'm I'm uh, gonna go on record now, early in the show, and say I loved, not just liked, but loved the soundtrack. It was incredible. Oh, I the thought soundtrack was amazing. Yeah, it was. It was out. It was way, way above it. The movie added it above it, its weight class. Yes, thank you. Uh, the the movie was punching down. That soundtrack was punching way up, and it's, uh, it's awesome. Like really well made. And I don't know who did it. I didn't bother to go look I it all up. I love how he, he would he would just creep it in in certain scenes. You would be like you almost wouldn't hear it at first. And it would just escalate the whole emotion of the scene, mm -hmm. uh, how it would come in. Yeah, it, it, sa it saved a lot of scenes for me. The the music did. It really did it for a, me as well. It was punctu punctuated stuff that needed it. Yes, Randy. Sorry. It was. It was scored by Joe Kramer, yeah. who is known for being. I hate to say this. I I guess he's not listening. Known for being <laughs> inexpensive. Oh. Yeah, he's <laughs> a TV guy, right? Well, he is a TV guy. 
but because of this i think because of this movie he also has gotten to do things like you know jack reacher and right, right. the last uh not the last but the second to last mission impossible film uh rogue nation oh rogue nation uh well, no he did the last he did the last uh two so uh rogue nation and the new okay. one is him as well he People actually guys, won an award for that he won the uh world soundtrack awards and the international film music critics award for well, mission impossible rogue nation yeah his he's music is, is is so obviously he's still working with christopher christopher mcquarrie is the thing because mm-hmm. he's yeah, right. the director and the writer here and so he's he's great man i don't that is not something i expected in a movie that is otherwise pretty freaking mediocre in every other description I think christopher- and from his imdb photo he looks like he wants to sell you a barco lounger yeah a little bit <laughs> A little I, bit. I want to disagree that the movie is mediocre. I want it, I want to I want to state that there are about four or five moments in the movie where I'm like, this is a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. And there's about ten to fifteen moments in the movie where I'm like, okay, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that yeah, doesn't average out mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I think I'm that's saying. pretty good. Like a, I mean, I don't think anybody's arguing that this moment ha- or this movie has flashes of Maybe not brilliance, but flashes of no. Some of the combination. Well, uh, yeah, flashes of brilliance. I mean, because it almost made me sad to be at such a pinnacle sometimes, where it's like everything was hitting. It's like, oh, look, they're they're slowly panning back, and the cinematographer knows what he's doing because he's like he's isolated these these this one set of actors over here on the right hand side. And it's it's blocked off these huge blocks of of white space. And as he as he scrolls, as he as he as he pans back, we reveal that we have a listener, and we're forwarding the story. And for just a few moments, it's like, wow, this thing is hitting on all cylinders. And then the very next scene, I'm like, what the hell? Mm. What just right. happened? Then, then mm. they then they let Juliette Lewis look at straight at the camera with her mouth open. Yeah, <laughs> she's a she was an, she's an interesting casting in this because I like her generally speaking. I really enjoy. Yeah. Did, most you, of her did movies. you prefer her eight months pregnant or her Jiffy Pop pregnant? Because sometimes she would go from <laughs> yeah. being oh that looks normal Jiffy to Pop. oh my god, what do they stuff in there? <laughs> Jiffy yeah. Pop pregnant. I've never heard <laughs> that. that. Must, that must have something to do with lighting and how cameras make you look. Yeah. Because there's like there's no way that was the same uh prosthesis right throughout the whole film there's no way absolutely yeah, no way yeah. that thing got huge in some scenes huge. and it and it just it it must be that someone was looking through a camera going oh wow she she doesn't look like she has a big enough belly now Bring it. Pillow. The yeah. body pillow <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not you're not wrong um, who's got a seat cushion in their car yeah bring that right. in bring that in yeah it's, yeah. A, it's we haven't a, even mentioned go ahead no you go ahead Go ahead. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Ryan Phillip or Del Toro because both those guys are amazing, and so is Tate. Hold Diggs on, and... hold on, hold on. Back up. I yes. think that Del Toro is amazing. I'm yeah. not sure I'm on board think, with Ryan so Phillip. I think Ryan Phillip was doing some interesting think, things at film. And I think we better say Ryan Philippa or Philippi. Oh, yeah, Philippi. 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 However you say it, I, I don't care. He's Philippi. Ryan Philippi. He says I'm Ryan Philippi. The the uh the thing with him is. Did you watch him in a bunch of crappy teenage yes. movies before this? Yes. In in this case, you have to decide: is he doing the best work of his life no. here, or <laughs> because <laughs> because he might be? This yeah. might be his peak. Yeah, right? maybe. I mean, what's he doing now? Has anyone followed his business lately? I have no idea what he's doing. 
I don't know. He's what on that. something called Shooter, a TV show called Shooter. Oh, that's the based on the, the gun part two. Well, no, it's based on the Shooter movie with Marky Mark in it. I think. Oh, yeah. interesting. Like okay. A TV sure. version of that. Uh, oh. I don't think he's the main dude though. Maybe he is. But uh, Bobby, no, Bobby so. Lee Swagger. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, so about every three years, couple, years, yeah, about every three years he makes a he makes a TV series. So like that that shooter three years ago it was secrets and lies that went ten episodes three years before that it was damages that went ten episodes mm-hmm. like apparently apparently he he takes two years off and then comes back and uh, we're gonna make it big on TV and no you're not Ryan Filippi <laughs> well he's affecting Ryan an Filippi. accent here that just rubs me the wrong way it I- it just feels right it, that I was thinking the same thing that uh, his delivery just feels like there's some like they they said uh, all right here watch all these old gangster films try and do that accent <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he couldn't do that accent yeah but he but he, really. he bought full in though even though it was always consistently overdone he never kind of backed off of it no you're you're was, yeah. you're right yeah. but I is mean, that a thing to commend <laughs> i mean at, at some point I, commend it, if, if you if you consider it just be like okay, I'll, consider, I'll stop doing that thing yeah if you consider <laughs> i always respect commitment over adjustment so if I would rather you go commit all the way through and just make an absolute ass of yourself than to flounder. Don't flounder. Yeah. If you if you're gonna give it to me, commit. And he committed. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like okay. the I, I feel like the whole movie overcommits to what it what it's referencing. Mm. Right. So it's obviously an homage to Sam Peckinpah. The characters are literally named Parker and Longbaugh, so they're yeah. Yeah. straight out of uh, Butch Cassidy. Yeah, that's their last names, the real last names of those guys, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what, and that's what they call each other. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, and it's like there's a point where I'm like, okay, and now we're gonna have a Mexican standoff later. This Literally, is like mm-hmm. a Mexican. It's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, was filmed in Skull Valley, Utah. Scott, you ever get out there? Yeah, it's beautiful out there. The um, out west. Of- yeah, the the part. So at the top of the movie, they show a whole bunch of stuff that looked like right around moab and maybe zion i can't i couldn't tell for sure but they clearly were filming a bunch of stuff here and then when they did that stuff at the end i went oh well they kind of like stayed out here and mm-hmm. like really went for yeah, it they, yeah. salt lake city is listed as uh so i mentioned the uh the the semen uh acquisition <laughs> location yeah semen the, bank is, the uh, semen <laughs> bank must be a salt lake semen bank or right? they faked it to look like something else i don't know but <laughs> I know we have yeah, those Sarah here. Silverman uh, Memorial Alley is probably <laughs> somewhere in Salt Lake City. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. never been to a semen bank, but man, I was not comfortable with that line of questioning, man. That's a lot of questioning. I don't, to... I don't understand what that scene did to advance the film. Nothing. It felt like it was written like a, a sort of like dark comedy sketch. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it was like, well, I just got to shove this in here and, and let like it. It gives us their them acting a little bit, but it doesn't. I don't know. It just were, it were we all like, were we all trying to be? We were all trying to be Tarantino then. Exactly. That's yep. what I'm thinking. Yep. Like it's the, a lot ban- like that. The, the, yeah. the banter, the Tarantino style banter that doesn't serve a purpose of moving the story forward. Just gives right. you. It's supposed to de- exactly. It's supposed to develop the character, but did it? Not really. No. No. no not not really. And and of course this was uh this was also an attempt to be david mamet a lot sure like it's he's influenced by david mamet no doubt uh and it actually made me question whether tarantino lists mamet as one of his references like right this is 
this is really a lot of that they try uh, but it, to, see none of it feel not, like it only feels in david mamet or a uh, david mamet ish in attempt but not in not in success sure. mm -hmm. like, yeah it's just well, like not the, the thing the thing that happens over and over and over here is that the two men usually are paired up and they have really similar philosophies but different slightly different experiences mm -hmm. right? right yeah and, like that that uh sperm bank is one of them uh obviously the scene where uh both tell toro and uh james Kahn come together and sit in a crappy diner and talk was so david mamet yeah and it's like mm -hmm. even the even the uh bodyguards like here we have two bodyguards and two other bodyguards but we just kill them off screen so we never actually meet them and it's like <laughs> he just he loves pairing things up so much that it actually gets a little uh sad and tired yeah it got, <laughs> it got in the way a, a little bit to be to be sure i don't know i wanted to i wanted to like this because i've been on a christopher mccrory kick lately i think his latest uh, entries into that mission impossible thing have been awesome like really great action movies some of the best live or uh practical effects i'd ever seen did, did anybody see the mummy last year no that was no. poop as yes i, I did see it did he direct it like, or just what wrote, just he wrote happened that. why are we introducing universal monsters he get out of here he write that or direct it? i can't remember what he did he did something he though. wrote it wrote it okay yeah that thing's pretty universally panned isn't it nobody liked that thing i it was it had, once again it had its moments but mm -hmm. christopher uh, christopher mccory was having according to the trivia uh, I didn't watch, watch the director's cut or nothing like that. The way of the gun watched on Netflix, mm -hmm. uh, but he was he was actually struggling uh, when when he was making this movie, uh, and he kind of had some things. He wanted his own vision to come through and to shine through, but the studios weren't having it, weren't giving what he wanted, mm. and uh, ended up having to end up not wanting in the beginning. Ryan Filippi, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he took him. And so there's uh there's there's this there's this little bit of you can feel it you can feel it there's a little bit of uh I want to do what I want to do but y'all won't let me and so yeah uh, here's the product I'm calling it now yeah. Filippi is what we're gonna do from now on Filippi that's Filippi that is what he says he Filippi. calls himself yeah. Ryan Filippi he says Filippi which is fine it's his name he but knows he puts the accent on the Phil not on the lip Filippi no. <laughs> Ryan Phil Filippi. Oh, that's amazing, you guys. I freaking love the, it. All right. The real, the real miracle of this film <laughs> is that they let McQuarrie direct it because up to this point he was a you know a pretty successful writer, but then he stopped getting any jobs for mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. And so like like the story of this of this movie is he was literally homeless, like unemployed, that did not have a you know a, a prospect and decided to write a movie that no way anybody would accept as a major Hollywood film and like puts all sorts it's, of things in it to, to, you know, pick at the people that were picking at him mm -hmm. and somehow this feels like a movie made by a homeless person. It really does. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, <laughs> wow. But then I, <laughs> but then somehow they actually find money for it, $20 million for it. And they let him yeah. direct it. That's a miracle. Yeah. Well, they did because he's coming off of usual suspects with yes. uh, Brian mean, Singer. He but he's coming off at Del Toro. He uh James Khan, you know, like all right, yeah, you landed yeah. James Khan, you've got Del Toro. Um I can see why they throw money at it. And uh it's unfortunate that that this wasn't step two to like a really big 
jump right. forward. I mean, his his uh, Mission Impossible stuff is great. I didn't see Valkyrie or Valkyrie, so I can't. Um... Oh, Valkyrie's awesome. I love Valkyrie. Yeah, is yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... and apparently, like he and uh, Tom Cruise have. Uh, I don't know. They they have a secret love child or something because yeah. now. You can't separate these guys anymore. No, they're clearly. Yeah. They're I imagine working that Tom partners. Cruise probably let Christopher McQuarrie stay in his place while he was homeless. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe the I feel like maybe the 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 marketing could have pivoted this film into something profitable. I think if they had sold this in a more simple idea, as maybe the Bagman or something like that, because he was really the central piece. Yeah, but uh, it ended up movie. Don't you think they right, kind of wasted away. that? They kind of wasted that. If they, could have, if they could have flipped that with a little bit of marketing, I think they could have made the money. Mm. Brian Dunaway, did you see the spiritual sequel to this movie? I uh, did, Hell or 2000... High Water? Oh, oh okay. shut up. No, really? Not. What? Don't don't right. besmirch I'm... the name of Hell or High Water. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. like, Hell or High Water is like, how long do we have to make, how long do we have to wait to right. make a much better version of this? <laughs> right, yeah, right. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That movie. So good. You're making me want to just watch it now. Bye, guys. Film sack. Well, uh, film sack. Yeah, because, because in every possible way, Hell or High Water has it has better casting. I'm gonna. I. I. As much as I hey. love parts of of this movie, mm-hmm. Hell or High Water has a better script. Yeah. Uh, this has you know, some great like, casting. I, I agree I, with the casting. I think the casting. Yeah. Is, no, the casting's good, fine. Except for Ryan. I, again, Ryan Filippi is a question mark for me, but I think the uh, Del Toro, Khan, both really God. good. I, I like Juliet hey. Lewis. Man, what a waste with Tay Diggs, though. Man, they could have. Right. I feel like they could have done more with him. Oh, he just they, wasn't. He, they, he wasn't in in his groove yet. Like he he didn't have the the big star power that he he would a few years later. Yeah, and this movie right. actually it actually showed him acting pretty. Uh, I mean, he did a really good the job. He, was he has good to be a. They gave him. He has to be a. He has to be a brooding psychopath. Like that's uh, he did a good job of it. And then of course you know like. It's two years later. He appears in Chicago, and you're like, "Oh wow, I, he really gets my attention." And yeah. then he's also he, he a very, like, very handsome man. And I'll say one of the things that worked for the the movie is is his character for me. Mm-hmm, and right. part of it was his blank face business he would make when yeah. nobody yeah. would be making a blank face. Like when he got shot in the neck, pretty right. good, yeah. pretty good scene. Uh, he just kind of moves away, sits down. He's clearly going to die, but he's not freaking out. He's not screaming. Right. He's got mm-hmm. Tay Diggs' face good. on, and it it was pretty good. Good job. I got Tay Diggs' face on. Yeah. Tay Diggs' face. Good, good job, by the way, uh, by uh, the story setting up my expectation of uh, Dr. Alan Painter as being the whip, everybody's whipping boy, and in the end, being the one who turns around and takes action against Tay Diggs. So that, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, but, was, that was a good give me, misdirection. But give me a triple alert. Oh, wow, yeah, absolutely. I, I got that. Uh, no, not everybody in the movie has to be either related to or having sex with everybody else. No, it doesn't have <laughs> Don't to they? be. Don't it, they is a, it is a tangled web of uh, lines drawn from this character right. to that character absolutely. to this character over here. And it's yeah. and it's like and it's like if you just undo one of them, I wouldn't have had this problem. But when when Tay Diggs and Kristen Lehman start making out, I'm like, oh, them too? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, I like her. I was way. fine without that. Who was Nikki Cat actually uh, twin brothers I with? I, I would like to know. He's like a little island, a little floating off island. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Until he got pulled apart. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I'm not related to or dating anybody in this right. film. Yeah. I'm such an outsider. Hey, Jeffrey Lewis is my father. You know what? Um, it, you know what it is? It's that. Writers love, and, and this makes sense because this is just kind of a universal thing. You see it across 
movies, books, video games, like everything. It, it, the idea of family and familial conflict is yeah. a yeah. huge yeah. thing. And like at the end of the day, what do you care more about your daughter or do you care about your freaking mob, whatever deal? Like that's well, your boss. Yeah. It, right. it, the, it's not so much that it's not well-worn material. It's just not well executed here. I never felt very good about anybody's yeah. relationship. I never really went, Oh man, I sure hope Juliette Lewis makes it like, I could care less about her in this. She's she kind of yep. yeah. I actually cared more about more about uh, James Con's character. By the way, does James Con always look like a uh, just somebody's pissed off dad? Yep, totally. Yes. Dude, that's totally. it. That's all we got. I mean, I and just I, I just saw the the uh, Godfather movies, and he's much younger in those. Oh yeah, even Sunday, right? yeah, Sunday even then, movie. somehow he manages to look like a pissed off dad. It's hard to explain yeah. why that guy can do that. No, this is mm-hmm. this is peak James Con right here. This is all he's got. This yeah. is him. Like yeah. this you is know, like. This is him. Uh, like it was like uh this character moves to new york city and starts up a yeah. children's books company and now he's an elf <laughs> yeah, i got right? i got i got a little confused actually because uh i was actually trying to tie in my original opening was tying in jennifer anderson and aniston mm-hmm. with leprechaun movie <laughs> wait aniston the old medication old people use yeah, got it yeah All right. that's right from friends yeah uh i was i was tying in i was i was accidentally tying in i was remembering incorrectly I was thinking that James Kahn was her father in Friends, but it's not. It's that other guy that I sometimes get confused. Oh, uh, James Kahn. Uh, wait, her dad in Friends. Oh, oh, Robert oh. Gould? No, Elliot Gould. No, 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 uh, no, definitely not Robert Gould. I know him. That's 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 Rachel's. Uh, that's, Rachel's uh, dad. That's right. Yeah, Rachel's yeah. dad. Is what yeah. talking about. Yeah. Hold on, I know who it is. He was on the and, uh, um, Monica's dad. Oh shite! I can't remember. Oh, so I, got it, I got it. So his name, his name is uh, uh, Lieberman or Liebman, excuse me. Uh, Joel Lieberman. Right? Got it. Ron. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> Ron, Ron Liebman is his name, and for some reason in my head, I always get those two confused. Con and Liebman. Con Liebman. Con Liebman. I, don't think I, I gotta look. Uh, okay. Um, I always think of of Jennifer Aniston's actual dad, who was on Days of Our Lives. That yes, guy. Victor oh, Kariakis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Victor yeah. Kariakis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I should. Have, I always need to remember that if I bring up that show, Ibit yeah. immediately is with me. He's like, "Yep, that's totally. the only that's the only soap opera I ever watched." But boy, did we watch yeah. the crap out of that! In, well, uh, yeah. oh, it was so in, big in college. In college. Yeah. It was so big. Even even oh, people like right, us watched it. Okay. It was nuts. So yeah. the movie and married to uh, what's her face Bluth, Lucille Bluth. Oh, right. right. That's right. Yeah. Walter. Oh, they're really married. They're, like married. They're married? really married in real life. Yeah. Oh. What if you wanted to go beat up Jeffrey Tambor when he, he been prior to Lucille Bluth? He was married to uh, Alice. Oh, from uh, who? From Alice. Up, nobody <laughs> from Mel's Diner. Yeah, Alice from Alice. Nobody would date you know, Flo. We'll this is what we're learning from this. Yes. So the, right. the movie that I got all caught up on, the other movie uh, that somehow is related to this one, is Dead Poet Society. Didn't? Does anybody know why? I don't no. know why. No. I, was so, it the, oh, it's the kid. Uh, the doctor no, he's the yeah doctor painter here that's who is it the is the fourth guy oh. when you watch dead poet society you will come away remembering robert sean leonard ethan hawk and josh charles yep. and he's the other guy dylan cussman is mm-hmm. is him you're right he's the kind of uh, nebbish kind of nervous one he was the one that yeah wasn't mm-hmm. sure about all this like every time they they were gonna go hide away and Seize do their poetry he I would can't. get he'd get all like <laughs> weird and then i think he kind of turned <laughs> later when Robin Williams' character got in trouble, and 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 this kid wouldn't. Yep. Yeah, he wouldn't stick with the plan. So that's why he annoyed I, me because I hate that yes, kid. Yes, he yeah. he because of the characters he's played, he's very very annoying. 
And then he ends up getting attached to Tom Cruise and uh, what's his name uh, later. Also, if you look up Dylan Cussman, he's in Jack Reacher. He's in The Mummy, which is kind of cool. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I... I wonder I wonder what is keeping these guys all together and working together later in their careers. Yeah, I don't Christopher know. Christopher Corey is apparently. Uh, no, yeah. no, the answer is Scientology. I'm sorry. <laughs> Interesting. Well, Chris is by the um, and not that we need to go down this rabbit hole too far, but is Christopher McQuarrie, since they're such buddies now, is is he all up in the 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 uh Scientology deal? Scott and I had a discussion a couple of weeks ago and it's like uh, we don't know now. Like there was a bunch of film and move, like documentaries and stuff recently, and we're like, and they all went underground. So like uh, we don't. It's really hard to find out in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't just look up Christopher McQuarrie and it's like, oh, he's really into Scientology. He's mm-hmm. like, it just you just don't know anymore. They, yeah, they he have got real confiscated uh, Clean the websites, <laughs> right? Right, right. Just yeah, them clean. It's unfortunate because yeah. I don't know why I care about this. I just I feel like I want to know. I don't know why I really want to know more, but I do. Well, you know, speaking of going down it's rabbit an holes, inquiring mind, yeah, right. Speaking of going down rabbit holes, what was the thing that uh, Gross got out this week? Oh, easy. Oh. And all- oh, oh, I, oh. I, I, I think it, I know uh, because it grossed me the crap out. Going yeah, into Julia Lewis's garage to get a baby? Nope. No, no, that nope. didn't bother me at all. That was super easy. Can I, can Scott, I guess, please? Me? Yes. Let, okay, let's let Randy guess. Go. Yes. Because I, I just I don't know why, but I just imagine Scott dry heaving when uh, Ryan Filippi jumps into that fountain and <laughs> comes up with all this glass in his arm. <laughs> no, that was really that yeah, was uh, too practical and effecty. Right. That, I tell you that. what it was. I'll tell you what it was for me. Mm. It was Chittick's wife sitting on that couch, shoving shrimp in her face. Kate <laughs> Dix comes up, sucks, sucks his face to her face, and he's sucking shrimp. <laughs> Breath. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Delicious. That was bad. All right. Cocktail sauce. Yeah. All right. Oh. You know what? Dunaway, congratulations. You did it. Um, yeah! I, I even captured the sound. Yeah! So this is the sound of Tay Diggs making out with Blondie after she just ate some nasty thing. So here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's all just lip smacking. <laughs> it's a new ASMR video. <laughs> She's eating his lips like shrimp, man. Yeah. It's gross. Well done, though. You got, you nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> my thing. Oh man, I was I was shivering when I saw that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was rough. It was not it was not at all what I was interested in. It turns out. It turns out I am not into that. I'm not into. Mm-hmm. Let me eat something and then the come here and let's have like full on get your freaking fat tongue in my mouth. Make out. Let's do it. I get. I I think it's maybe because maybe shrimp is a little too close, especially like that kind of boiled shrimp is a little too close to human temperature and oh, just a oh. little too and too a little too uh, flesh like and then. Just imagine, just all of a sudden, getting that twinge of shrimp in your in your mouth <laughs> like, taste. That just like a little like bleh. a remnant leg or something. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some, those little uh, tail scale things. Yeah. There's very yeah. little, very little in the way of trivia for this movie, but I found a couple that I think are interesting. Here's one: Ryan Phillippe, Philip of Plea, Plea, whatever it is. Phil. Phil uh, Hippie. Phil Hippie. Hippie. Uh, accidentally punched Sarah Silverman in that scene. <laughs> So <laughs> he was supposed to miss her. He hit her. She got knocked out. And when she woke up, the the, the way this is reported is he was standing over her almost in tears. The makeup Aww. department used fake blood and the huge lump on her chin was a continuity bonus. Philippi apologized for like a week. Uh, so there you go. That scene mm. like we're going to we're going to talk about scenes that were great gotcha. scenes that were horrible. Mm. That yeah. scene is is riding the line between and it goes to horrible <laughs> right after the fight. 
she's coming out of it and she's like look at what they did to my face and her right. idiot boyfriend yeah. says something like you've Car- never been so more beautiful you're more beautiful than ever or something and like it's that. like yeah. it's like if that if oh they just ruined it yeah. it was going just yeah. fine and they ruined it yeah you mean sideshow bob <laughs> Was it Sideshow Bob or Carrots? I couldn't. I or couldn't D. Quite Snyder. Place it. Right. Yeah. What combo or, is that? Uh, guy? It's definitely not the guy you think is going to kick your butt. No. Okay. So that was already kind of weird. That was super yeah. weird, dude. I like, what, uh, oh, gosh. No, he's uh, uh, the guy from Deadpool and everything. He's in oh, everything. Yeah. Silicon oh, Valley. Yeah. Silicon uh, Valley. Yeah, he, does, uh, he does a pretty good mean uh, what's, what's his name? Jerry, Jerry Von. Pinkle hot. I don't know. He's in, he's in Silicon Valley. TJ yeah. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TJ Miller. Oh he's, no way! That's TJ Miller. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, he looks like a TJ. He Miller. just looks. This is twenty okay. years ago. Poor man's TJ Miller. Yeah. Yeah. TJ yeah. Miller was like three. Yeah. <laughs> right. TJ Miller wasn't sure what his career was yet. Yeah. But uh, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like Ryan F- uh, Filippi. I really feel like <laughs> I feel like he's a real sincere kind of guy, and I really believe I want to believe that story. I really feel like he probably felt that emotion. Oh, Was sure this the first fine. time we saw Sarah Silverman uh, in a in a prominent role where she's playing the loudmouth? Because that's kind of her stick, right? Well, look at her. Look mouth. at her IMDb. I mean, she gets a lot of. Uh, <laughs> she gets. She gets it's uh, memorable. Right? Well, it's memorable. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not like she's there to, to move the plot forward at all, and it's not like we see her other than... I think it's a, a great uh, uh, setting to, to make you realize this movie is going to uh, bend what you think is going to happen. So I thought it was very important for the mood well, what and the was, direction. What was, their, what was their purpose um in that parking lot outside the club just sitting there talking and they just decided they were going to sit there at that thing or was it to right. to draw out the crowd to beat that guy or to d- attempt to beat that I'm guy ass- up? i'm assuming it was uh to it, i was assuming that they were on a job you know and this was this was the only part of the job and we won't get the full story and they never revealed it that's what i was assuming here, was going here's on. what i think happened our chick in the bucket this week is the plot line of that scene <laughs> because yeah. they never that never got followed through on like there was why no are they off or anything like oh they were there for this other thing and they just happened to sit on this guy's car mm-hmm. or oh they were there to get that guy right and uh stuff went awry because they didn't count on his loud mouth uh or, or as she is a <laughs> right, name to be right. raving bitch yeah she yeah, raving that, bitch. that scene was way more interesting than the payoff it, why why scene, is she called raving scene. bitch in there? It's awful to get to. That's a terrible credit. <laughs> I bet she had something to do with that. You know, like, oh, what, what should we call your character? I don't know. How about raving bitch? She might. Have what, she, she likes to own that. And she what should we have. call yes. your boyfriend? It's credited as pussy whipped. That's the name <laughs> of the boyfriend. Yes, whipped. <laughs> is it really? That's, That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. whipped. But, but just to, to answer the original thing, this was not like a debut or anything like that. She was... She was playing this one scene role in a lot of other movies before that. She was in There's Something About Mary. Uh, she had a, a, a substantial for her at the time role in The Bachelor. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, yeah. 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 I do remember yeah. that. This was uh, Chris O'Donnell, Renee Zellweger. She was, was somebody's before. friend, right? It's always that role for her. She's yeah. somebody's best friend because uh, she's goofy. You know, so, like, and she had, been, she had been taking any appearance in any episode of any TV show for years. Uh, she's actually... Uh, a Star Trek uh, connection for us later. Mm-hmm. She's our so, only right. one, actually. I couldn't find any others. I thought there'd anyway, be more, so but whatever. That, which was 
you know that appearance in in Voyager was before this. So, like Sarah Silverman was was definitely like in her element at this point in this role. Yeah. It's just like the whole scene was useless. Like the sperm bank scene, it doesn't need to be in the movie. It doesn't advance anything. It doesn't tell us anything. It's like the writer director had an idea and didn't want to have an idea and not use the idea. Yeah, right. That's how right. it felt. It, they didn't want to scrap anything. So. Did we talk about the real life relationship between Jeffrey Lewis and Juliet Lewis? No. In this, and that's because it's it, uncle I mean, or something, right? That's her father, right? Oh, that Jeffrey is her Lewis. father. Okay, yeah, didn't Jeffrey Lewis that was, uh, is, uh, Juliet okay. Lewis is yeah, and he doesn't play the father in the film. No, he plays the friend. He plays the, father, the the guy who's the dying. I'm dying. Okay, remember, by the way, some connection, some familial right. connection between them. And the yeah. reason why I want to get there is I want to say that oh my gosh. His scene where he is suicidal, and he's and he, you're like, what are you doing right now with the guns? Laying out all the guns and the nice little yeah, ring on the little table, pin, little pinwheel uh, layout, and then he puts them all in the bag and he shakes it up. I'm like, what are you doing that right now? That is meta. That is absolute so, meta uh, Russian roulette. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And but the thing that I actually I found myself chuckling when uh, because he's such a straight faced kind of guy here and he's yeah. kind of goofy, but he. When he puts the gun up to his head and he looks over to the left, like what's going to get splattered, and then he puts his hand up, like on his, just so he can like catch some of the splatter. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's, I don't want to ruin the lamp. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. But for some reason, that just made me chuckle. And I just, I just enjoyed just about every scene he was in, even to the point where he, he's, he's he a wants super, he's a really interesting dude, isn't he? Like, yeah, uh, really uh, is. something yeah. about him. Peace. And you've seen him in. Oh, is he? I didn't know he'd passed. Yeah, oh. he died about three years ago. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. I like that guy, but you'd see him Great in guy. everything. Like, here's a guest starring We've spot on Maverick. some sitcom, and then here he is in the Maverick movie, and then here he is in a thousand Don't other things. That. Yeah, guy got around, got some work in back, Hollywood. Back in the 1980s, when I was a kid, I was taken to see a stage show starring Jeffrey Lewis and his partner, whose oh. name I forget. It nice. was called Celestial Navigations, and they would they would tour around and do this thing where they would uh read not read they would they would recite these like short stories they had written and there would be like light and music on the stage it was called celestial navigations and huh. i remember it being like really entertaining right hmm. uh, and it's like one of those things like it's not a movie it's got this is like sometimes actors are so into something you know that they're willing to mm -hmm. yeah right. to go all out yeah Love it, love it. I like. I, I really enjoyed his character. I, you really, you could really have pulled that character completely out of the film, and would not. It would. The film would have been story wise and plot wise would have been no different. But uh, I would have. I would have missed it. Uh, do you know if there are in any? Have so they good. ever done anything together since? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm just curious if they uh, if that was a thing that ever would happen again for them. It, him and uh, his daughter uh, McAllister or no, no, no. McQuarrie. No, no, her, no, no. Her, her, her uh, oh, Juliet, yeah, yeah, daughter, and father Jeffrey. thing. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I wonder if that's ever. That's a good though. question. I'll take I'm a look. Looking, uh, I saw McAllister as one of his moving McAllister in 2007. I don't see anything else here that I recognize as something Juliet Lewis was in. You think he was like, Devil's Rejects? I I've no. always oh I forgot about Devil's Rejects. That was Rob Zombie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> weird freaking movie, dude. You know, um, I don't I can't I don't think I've ever seen a Rob Zombie movie. I've seen plenty of videos. I don't think I didn't even see the Halloween, and I've seen all the other Halloweens, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen that. And it's not that I don't like 
Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. I just it's just never worked out for me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's never worked out for me. Never worked out. I but, love that. The, yeah, watching this just never happened. It's just I don't know. Um, I I I wonder. Okay, so this just brings up a little subtopic. Sometimes we do these on the show, and it's kind of fun. Uh, when you um when you when you're a dad of a famous acting daughter, right? And right. then you go, and I, I just try to put myself in this position, but if you go then and see like uh, what's, uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. That's a great one. Yeah, that's yeah. one of our favorites. So of Juliet d- Lewis. if Jeffrey Lewis, uh, or uh, not Jeffrey, Jeffrey? Yeah, yeah Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Lewis goes yeah, to the movie right. theater, sits, plops down and watches that movie with his daughter in it, which, you know, is a pretty intense thing to see. Right. Uh, what's that I like? I just wonder what that's like, you know? Right. I, I yeah, and I think you can't know what it's like because you haven't done a bunch of acting and that mm-hmm. that whole that whole like lifestyle where you turn yourself inside out in mm-hmm. front of a bunch of people mm-hmm. and like then when you go and watch other people do it, you're seeing through the surface and you're knowing that there were you know cameras and stuff all around them and what they were going through. You know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're able to probably say, okay, this is a, she's acting, she's doing a great job, right. I could see that. It it's there. like the it's the craft of it, and you just can't help but like, see the yeah. craft of it. I like yeah. to think he he sits kind of sideways and is looking at the screen, and, and he sees her, and then he kind of puts his hand up like he did in the movie. Pretend he's ten kids he has, by the way: Julia oh Lewis, Lightfield Lewis, Peter Lewis, Brandy Lewis, Deidre Lewis, Miles, Matthew. Crazy. Jeez. Why did y'all know that Eddie Murphy has is is expecting his tenth kid? I'm like, what? Really? When did Eddie Murphy have so many kids? Well, how did he have time? No one. We haven't seen him do any movies. He's been too busy. Right? Yeah. Jeez. He's got a few things going on. So hold on a second. Jeffrey Lewis had that many kids. How all all same lady or all spread across different marriages? Oh, different. Or? Uh, three, three spouses. Three different. He, he was he he visited oh. that sperm bank and and so that's just yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. that's how that works. He was he was the the only contributor to that right. sperm bank. Right. <laughs> that's right but the only Jeffrey one of his daughters was, Come on in. was a yeah. stepdaughter by marriage so nine of them were his actual spawn oh, oh and by the way uh, the year the, the year was 2000 when someone says early in the movie you know you could go to the sperm bank and make three thousand dollars i laughed yeah. and laughed mm-hmm. yeah. you know? I, I, didn't, I didn't know the finances of that i was assuming it was incorrect because I'm, i was thinking wow if you could make that much money people be doing it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this was a minute before uh, everybody found out that dudes will do anything for money. Yeah. Right. Because uh, now I'm, I'll bet you they don't even pay. I'll bet. Uh, seriously. Were, I'll why bet are they you. Getting, also, why were they getting primed up in the, in the lobby that we actually never got any. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Right. The whole scene was ridiculous. It's, it's like the, the counterpoint to the Jeffrey Lewis in the trailer scene. Like, <laughs> like the Jeffrey Lewis in the trailer scene is like, wow, this is amazing. Every part of this is amazing. The sperm bank scene is like, okay, wow. you are ripping off every every <laughs> dark comedy that's ever been made. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Dude. We need some filler. What would Tarantino do? Oh, right, let's do right. a sperm bank scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And by the way, uh, the, this movie is carrying aloft the trope of the trailer ain't the movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've never seen the, the trailer. trailer. Tell me oh, about the trailer. the trailer. What's it like? Yeah. I watched the trailer. I, it is I different. watched it first and it gives you a very different movie right. that's a that is a dark comedy that's funny and quirky and crazy. That's how I sold my fiance on watching this movie with me, in which time she demanded a <laughs> refund. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer was what got us in. Yeah. The movie is what got her out. So nobody saw this in theaters, right? None of us. 
Has not to, us. Okay. I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, well, I mean, the three I of us. No, I don't think us. anyone alive saw it in theaters. <laughs> but there was they, they made like the, what like uh, 17 mil or something, 13 mil back. So I mean, they you know it, they, it is a, but huh. still it's so, a, it's a that's movie money. That's, mm-hmm. that's monies. Yeah, it's monies. It, I I honestly I don't know if I ever heard of this film before we had it on our list. Me either. If, if no you would, when you mentioned it to me, I honestly thought it was like a. Um, maybe a martial arts film where where mm. somebody goes against a bunch of martial artists with a gun or something like that because it yeah. feels like the way of the gun yeah. and that was intentional <laughs> yeah. and that's you could where go I the think way of the sword or you could go the way of the gun and right. that was the failing in my opinion of the marketing they uh, they yeah. did not market this well they should have they should have showed us what we were getting and at least i think it would have been a little bit more accepted hey so, brian ebbett maybe yes sir while you uh, were busy listening to 11 straight Def Leppard albums, I yeah. studied the gun. Awesome. <laughs> you were studying you the gun. What? He studied the gun, he said. I studied, oh, studied the, the gun. gun. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is his gun. There are many like it, but this one is his. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fair enough. So I thought it was a Western, and that's because I yes. like Westerns, I guess, yeah. or something. It's titled well, it like is. a Western. It's titled no, it like a Western, is. and it is film like a Western is a Western. Yeah. That the genre of yeah. this movie is western yeah you're you're right but it, it it's it doesn't lean in hard enough like that's why i like uh the one a hell or high water because it's it's modern day but man right. it's a western like there's no question in my mind that that's man, supposed to be a western. i well there's a couple of things about this movie that well we talked about the things that just really stood out and one of the things that really stood out was that low speed car chase yes thank <laughs> so you low speed, so low speed they have to put their feet out the sides and like that, push their that, no, that was, was brilliant so brilliant i thought yeah. wait have they seen the the latest meme of uh drake's video where people get out and uh it's a long <laughs> yeah, it's dance. <laughs> i'm like i'm like man this is this is this is hot right yeah. here this is this is good i i liked it but i did like that that low that low speed chase that was so much fun is drake that doing, was drake's doing something on a car what's the deal Oh, yeah, but see, the meme is that you leave the car running, you get out of the car, run alongside it, and dance dance, dance. dance alongside it, and oh. then get back in the car. Okay. If you do it correctly, everyone cheers you. If you do it incorrectly, you run into a pole. Uh, yeah, if you do it incorrectly, you the only videos I've ever seen, and I've only seen maybe three, are right. people doing it incorrectly. And it was do on the news telling people, don't <laughs> let your children do this. It's dumb. <laughs> 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 the oh, latest craze that will kill your children. Well, there's always one, man. There's yes. always one that's about uh, to it kill is, your you, kids. Yeah, it's just just ruined everything. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah. I, it was ending. it was definitely top three scenes in the whole film for me. Mm-hmm. It was so brilliant and so like different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know the 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 sequence between James Caan and Benicio del Toro in the diner with the coffee that Scott Johnson would oh. never put his lips to. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that like that was absolutely brilliant because you got a good script and two great actors but it was not unique in any way shape or form there was nothing unique about like a few weeks ago right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he did it he he did it better however i will say del toro when he okay there was a couple of moments where we had you know the tarantino-esque thing where there's something inside this package and our character can see it, and we're showing great emotion. Uh, and that was one of the things when Del Toro went outside with James Con and James Con after the uh, after the after a little coffee break, and shows him something in his wallet. And the look on Del Toro's face, like holy crap, 
Mm-hmm. What just happened? He has just revealed something major to this character, and I felt like that was a really effective scene. And then he, he went from being well relaxed with uh, with the character to being very paranoid about the character. And I was just like, "Wow, what just happened? Yeah. What what did he see?" It's the, it was the Kaiser Soze moment, right? Like yes. where it's like uh, he just you know he just uh, realized who Kaiser Soze was, or, yep. or yep. that that kind of. Oh crap! All right, now this just got real. Yeah. So what you guys are doing yeah. is just reminding me about all the potential here. Like, there's so much potential. Oh, yeah. So yeah, much oh, potential. Totally. Yeah, and it's just even that uh, that sniper scene. Oh, that's good. Great yeah. potential in it, right? And mm-hmm. like, all right, they get out of here. You think they're gone, and then they're they're picking these guys off. That could have been done so well with um, I don't know, it, it, with with better. The- the better actual, writing, better planning. Mm-hmm. The actual shooting and the gunplay and everything was really good. Like yeah, no, Juliet Lewis awesome. standing there and Sound he's shooting on either side of her to keep her mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was brilliant. Yeah. And it was it was very competent, you know, mm-hmm. the the cinematography. Yeah. But the film doesn't have a plan at that point. Right, like it's right. just like mm-hmm. here, look yeah. at this other great thing. Like these, you know, these previous <laughs> scenes are like Here's a great scene, and we don't have an overall goal. Yeah, as far and, as, and far as also, the sniper scenes go, he did it really the, well. And um, uh, the mis- or the usual suspects, there's that sniper scene with uh, the, yes. the bald one everyone hates, uh, was fantastic. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the, my favorite scenes of all ever involving any sort of snipers. Which sounds like a weird thing to say. It's very specific, but we know Macquarie has it in him, you know, right. to make that amazing. And it just I don't know felt like wasted. A wasted it, it did it did feel yeah. like wasted i mean we had the we had the uh the police show up and we only had two of course at first you're like you hear the sirens like oh man they're about to raid this place nope just two take just two guys oh that's not going to be enough mm-hmm. that's going to end poorly and uh sure enough take Diggs and his partner come flying up in that car i'm like there's no way those police would not have guns drawn mm-hmm. at a car flying up like that so that kind of mm-hmm. there was it that it felt choppy, but it was fun. Just, it was fun. Just overall, can I can I have another trip alert? Yeah, you can always have one. <laughs> Morally gray. It's not yes. really like you, this is another movie where everyone's a bad guy, mm. and you're right. supposed to you're supposed to look at it and go, oh well, here's this like here are these characters who are morally gray, and so you start out the movie, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna root for these two guys that clearly are the protagonists of the film. But no, they're not really morally gray. They're killing everybody and anybody however they want. And okay, so I'm going to root for the people who oppose them. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh they're really bad guys. Like they're even worse bad guys. Okay, the the Mexican cops show up. Can I root for them? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. The movie, I want to. The movie is so determined that no one is actually, you know, a good guy. And it's yeah. like that's. I'm sorry. I'm tired. You I'm worried. So tired you, you worded. That. You worded that really well because I yeah, couldn't think how to describe this. It's. It was my maybe my biggest problem with the movie is I never knew who to root for, and I and I and I can root for it, bad guys. I can root for Walter White's in the world. It's not a problem. I, I I can find a way to do it if you're writing it well. But nobody here had redeeming qualities. And and one minute you're like, oh, Ryan Phillippe is starting to understand the bigger meaning of life and the baby mm-hmm. and this and that. And then, mm-hmm. then you're like, all right, yeah, but you're also kind of a dick, you know. Well, I kind of, yeah. yeah. But they, they, yeah, James they is preached, likable. Yeah. <laughs> right. They, they preach that from the beginning to the end of the movie. That was the whole point. Is there redemption? Who can you pull for? Even ask us to, he even ask us. Ryan Felipe's character ask us to ask ourselves that question in the very beginning of the movie, and to question it all throughout the movie. I don't feel like it had a very satisfying end, but that was definitely intentional. 
One of my favorite great characters, though, had to be uh, the gas station attendant, who at first oh, you're yeah, thinking yeah. she's gonna she's gonna totally have oh. to crack down. She's she's gonna be the one that escalates this to something bad with Del Toro. But Del Toro shows what did he have like a boiled egg in his mouth? What was that? Oh, I couldn't. Oh, banana. banana. Was it a banana? Yeah. And, uh, and then it just kind of. <laughs> It gets odd after that. Yeah. It's like, she had a weird it? twitch too, like yeah. a weird lip twitch while she was watching the uh, the video. Yeah, yeah, watching Dirty Dancing, and then uh... <laughs> yeah. oh, that but, was. Odd. But that's the point. Like the reason morally gray is such a trope is because if you introduce even one character who isn't, who is just morally good, then we we are forced to choose that character to sort of like believe in. And Dr. Painter like, was supposed to be that, but was he? Yeah, he's really not. And and like and and like that that gets all horribly uh, muddied when we find out he's the uh, main bad guy's son. Like, oh, well, we haven't even talked about how the main bad guy is uh, Herschel from Walking Dead. Yes, oh, right. Yeah, yeah forgot yeah. to mention that. He's a much Boy, younger. Boy, looks different without the beard. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> And he doesn't have that one. I think we ought to. Like, he's not. He was a lot younger here, right? So, I mean. Well, younger. Not a lot, but it seemed like he was a lot younger. Yeah, he he was. He was was definitely younger because this was, what, 2000? 2000, 2000, yeah. yeah, So, he was still still kicking it, still got stuff to do. He's always in the news, though, or he was when he was on Walking Dead. He was always in trouble for drinking and driving or something. There was some deal with him. Oh, was he really? Yeah, there was some, some. I'd have to look it up, but he was getting arrested for, like, on or no he'd be in georgia for being on set or whatever and would end up with like three duis over the weekend or something like right that. well all, all i gotta say is it, every time i see him he looks drunk so i mean <laughs> eh, you know sure i mean i like i like him i think he's an interesting actor i didn't really like him in this i think he came off as just that trope of like here i'll play it hi i'm a graying old pervert who's way into making sure i have a kid to take over for my my dirty business like it may as well have been ronnie cox you know what i mean right like that's yeah, the old yeah. ronnie cox role this guy got and uh <laughs> and that's right i said ronnie not ronnie everybody just ronnie <laughs> cox. make sure you heard that okay uh also there was a phrase i wanted to throw past you guys that, that came up in the movie and i've mm-hmm. never heard it before there's always free cheese in a mousetrap mm-hmm. yeah I, I like that phrase. I don't know if I completely get it. Well, uh, that was going to be you know, that was going to be my my other. I have a whole list that I didn't use in my greeting of of uh, reduction philosophies. Right? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's actually that's that one is actually really good. Like it felt like a ripoff. Like that's from some other movie. He didn't actually make this up. Right. Like it, it makes sense to me, and I'm I'm surprised that it didn't uh, land. It just didn't. Wait, did it, 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 it make sense to you when Del Toro said it? Or when you finally yes. realize what Del Toro said. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it made sense. What? Turn on closed caption. He enunciated it. Made, okay it made total this. sense in the moment. And yeah. and actually, the only thing that I guessed wrong in, in that moment was that I figured they would actually start destroying the money mm. just because, you know, they were caught, like there was no right. getting out. Mm-hmm. But. It, it like I, I, I actually I actually like that line a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I like the line too. What Scott? What what exactly what was didn't work for you about that line? I don't was know. It, it, it just felt... didn't make sense to me. I thought, well, Wayne, if you're okay, so you're a mouse. Of course, right. the cheese in the trap right. is always. Uh, that's why the, well, I guess I mean, it's the problem the, with it being reductive. It's just basically the fact that it's, you know, it's uh, it always looks like a good thing until you get to right. it and it's a trap. Oh, and is that the idea? Is, All right. 
I'd yeah. say I'm just dense when it comes to that saying, man. Because I, I don't think I, I think you were probably trying. You thought there was gonna be something deeper than that, and it's not. It's I did expect something face, deeper. Face value, face value. Yeah, it, it sounds like I. I what? <laughs> what? What? Drug what dealer. The first, the first uh, t- taste is always free, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. The 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 uh, the thing that did interest me about that scene was the fact that uh, Ryan uh, Filippi's character. <laughs> I love straight, that you're forced to say it every time. I love that it. Uh, he went he went straight for the money where it Del Toro move moving uh, was yeah. more was more um, interested in protecting his friend that had more yeah. value. Well, was to it him? Was it more like? you know like uh why are you doing that i'm trying to protect you or was it a you go get the money i'll cover right. you kind of there thing. was ryan only because they, they only a... came out with one bag of money <laughs> well barely didn't like, even come out with that one get, but, get your own money butthole it is a you know it does lend credence to the fact that these guys are they've been working together so long they know how to clear an area like right uh i stand here and, and hold the gun while you move into the next spot and then and yep. you hold the gun while I move in the next spot and kind of do this. Uh, I think that part with the kidnapping scene was really well done. Them going down the yeah. hall with Tay Diggs and, and Nikki Cat holding the guns on him. Yeah, um, I couldn't figure that one out. So, was... like, instead of the sperm bank scene, I could have used a scene where uh, we find out, oh, they, they've been training out in the desert. Like, mm-hmm. they've been working all this out. Right. Because that yes. could have been really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. like uh, the, the main message here, guys at home, is that it just feels uneven. That's yeah. that's my yes. big takeaway, is it's uneven. There's moments you're like, oh, yeah, dude, okay, I'm getting into this, and then they just break it with some bad yes. choice about mm-hmm. pacing Un- or something. The, uh, the other reductionist philosophy that I ca- caught but didn't want to use uh, in my greeting was uh, when uh, James Kahn says, the only thing you can guess about a broken-down old man is that he is a survivor. Right. I love the line, but it's the movie telling me, the viewer to give it a lot more credit than it deserves. Mm-hmm. I'm just supposed to I'm supposed to come away from hearing that going, "Oh wow, he's he's seen some things. He's a badass." Mm-hmm. You know, what rather than r- rather than showing me anything mm-hmm. to, to 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 portray that. Mm-hmm. I just have to believe it on his word. Yeah. Old man strength. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like old guy mobster, not mobster, but, you know, old guy, hitman storyline type yeah. stuff. That's the thing yeah. I dig on. Right. And and James Conn's your guy, like, sure, should should probably have him in here. But, I again, I just, there's just a lot of wasted stuff. And I know we talked about it earlier, but I don't know why Jeffrey Lewis wasn't the dad. Just make him the dad. Because he actually right. looks like her. Like, maybe, I think he is, uh, I don't <laughs> know. Because he is. Because Conn has right. got more... <laughs> more uh screen presence he's got more stiff neck Mm. he does (laughs) the first thing you see when he's bailing the two bodyguards out i feel like oh is he about to get one of those uh one of those whiplash collars around his neck his his Mm -hmm. head is moving with his shoulders and (laughs) i never really noticed it but the more i started thinking about i'm like yeah i remember him having stiff neck a long time did he have like some fusion did he have to have his uh some has some of his spine fused or something and i really couldn't find anything on his yeah it might just be old who knows so maybe but far back as i can remember always seems like con is always he's he's always kind of got like his shoulders are kind of tight close in and he's kind of always stiff having just seen godfather you're right he's actually pretty stiff in that now that i think about it Mm -hmm. there's nothing yeah he's just that kind of guy and then the the character this uh this main bad guy uh, Mr. Chittick, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, what his first name is. He 
he is really he really has some interesting things to say almost almost so far so far better than the portrayal of the actual character that i'm like oh can we hear some more from that guy mm -hmm. right, right like mm, yeah he says uh he says he'd never ask you to trust him because that's the cry of a guilty soul i'm like ooh, tell me more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you know? unfortunately um, they again a, a wasted thing because he just became kind of snidely whiplash in the end He's right. right. I mean, he's a very two-dimensional, just mob boss character. Mm -hmm. But there's a moment where he says, uh, "A woman needs security like a man needs approval," and I re and I realize, oh, I don't agree with that, by the way. But I think there's an interesting thing where I'm like, oh, the writer, the screenwriter, is speaking to me through this character, mm -hmm. and then we're just like, okay, and now he's just back at home while the movie happens. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I felt like I never got any real. No, genuine. And you're not a that. you're not a Walking Dead uh, watcher, right, Randy? Correct. I uh, yeah. I I famously announced when Walking Dead started that I was already uh, oversteeped. I had been soaking in zombie things too much already, <laughs> and so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to end, and it's been going on for about 25 years now. So I may just have to. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for it yeah. to end before I just watch it all. Well, since yeah, uh, since somebody yeah. major is leaving, I don't want to say who. Uh, don't, don't you feel do, like, yeah. Brian? Don't you feel like, uh, Ibit, that that spells the the near? It's got to be getting close. The end of the show. It's got to be, right? Uh, when did they go off script from the comic? How long has that been? Well, they've always they've always kind of. If you imagine the comic as being this kind of horizontal line, they do this thing that kind of looks like a graph of well the quality of the way of the gun where sometimes it goes up above that line sometimes it goes below that line sometimes it goes so they're they're taking this meandering path that kind of sometimes joins back with the main path right and even still with the end of the last season it was still doing that like it's uh with the negan stuff it was kind of following yeah. that line mm -hmm. but um yeah i'm not caught up on the comics that right now the tv show has caught up to as far as i've read the comics same so, i got to issue 100 and i haven't read beyond that and that's right when you get to negan so i i'm yeah. the same i have no idea where they're at and i haven't actually yeah. watched the last season or this season of the show uh it it feels like it's a little long in the tooth and if randy does randy if you ever do just binge the thing i think that's great because look there's some really good stuff in there uh, let, let me let me tell you what you don't want to do hmm. you don't want to keep waiting and waiting until it's 2018 and you never saw a single episode of the sopranos <laughs> that's true. that's what i did that's true. i said ah, i'll wait just a little longer i'll wait for the dvds to come out and i'll catch up and now where are you at see yeah. I, have, I it's impossible for me to watch the sopranos now because it makes absolutely zero sense no i'm like why, i disagree why do people like this i disagree you should watch the sopranos it's awesome yeah the show is amazing it still holds up it's still very yeah. good yeah. and i'm sorry to say like so many of like the top 10 uh tv series of all time right you have to watch a lot of it before you start to really get like like the wire yeah if wire's you haven't a watched the start. wire it's a hard I, listen start. to me yeah. watch a good 20 episodes before you give up on it it gets yeah. really good but it has a lot to tell you, and it takes a while to tell it all. Slow burn on that one, for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm yeah, that's that. I stopped before the twenty, and that's uh, yeah. there you go. That's why most most people like you, you, three or four episodes, and they're not hooked. They're done. And some and these great television shows, they have a hard time giving you all the story you need to to hold on. Mm -hmm. uh, there's obviously exceptions, right? Like Game of Thrones is amazing from the very first episode. Yeah. 
and they're and they're not overstaying their welcome. I think that having it end soon is the right thing for that show. I know they're going to do spinoffs and stuff, and so you could argue, well, that is staying over its welcome. But the main yeah. the main arc and the main characters uh, being done this seat. Well, when does this next one start? Is it not till January? Uh, in in like March or April? Oh, jeez, yeah. I hate that. Anyway, yeah. Um, but that's but what you want. Leave us wanting, right? Like leave us here's, wanting more. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal, folks. Uh, Game of Thrones is coming next year, and if you haven't caught up, you have time. It you, you're going to yeah. have to get on it because there's like a lot of episodes for you to watch and they're long but get on it now like it's going to be an event every with every episode next year it's going to be an event like like uh you know very few television shows have ever risen to oh it's gonna be huge and you don't want to be left out no don't be that guy (laughs) don't be the left out guy be cooler than that guy that guy is not very cool all right uh shall we has one hand don't be that guy should we do some uh Clips here. I got some clips. Yeah, clippy, you got yeah. clips. We're yeah. gonna do a clip. Clippy. I, I think it's pronounced Clippy. Here. Oh, Clippy. Yeah, clippy. Okay, clippy. I've got a. I've got a nice. I've got a personal assistant to help me if I have any questions about Microsoft Word, and his name is Clippy. <laughs> Ryan Clippy. Uh, there are not. <laughs> Clippily. Clippily. You can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, it's uh, there aren't a ton because again, I don't know that the dialogue's that great in this movie, so I didn't do a ton, but I got some. So here's one. I'm gonna whip you, silly. I just like that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm bummed you didn't put the second half, but I'm kind of glad you didn't. Yeah, it's probably good that I did. Because <laughs> I don't understand. You're going to the second half is I'm going to f you stupid. I'm going to whip you silly and f you stupid. Yeah, which makes yeah either no sense so or you're, you're a psycho. You're going to beat me and then have violent sex with me. Yeah, is neither neither or? option works for me. I don't like either, either option. Yeah, what grossed me out the most? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> um a a quick note too it's a little bit misleading if you watch the first scene which is that yelling match outside in the parking Mm -hmm. lot you think what you're going to get is one of the most foul-mouthed movies you've ever seen and Mm -hmm. you don't it's kind of over at that point like it kind of is yeah yeah. i mean they they switch from from uh f-bombs to gore but uh yeah they don't really they just stop swearing they stop you know that yeah. whole thing at the beginning with Sarah Silverman is not emblematic of the rest of the film. It's really weird. Yeah, anyway. did she put more f bombs in the sentence than Steve Martin did in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Oh man, I don't know, but I love that scene. In Planes, Trains. <laughs> yeah, it's the best scene in the history of film. Uh, all right, here's a bad guy laugh, which I, it's the oh, it's the Walking Dead guy. So here's Herschel laughing. <laughs> He just goes on, dude. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Take yeah. a, take a. Like, remember, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Look at <laughs> In case there was any doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, like, sometimes you wonder, like, were they? Did that? Was that like off script? And he just started doing it, and they just liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder Maybe. about that. That's Give good. us a good two or three minutes of laughing. We'll use like you know maybe ten seconds of it. Yeah. I think we're gonna use the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna use it all. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie, join yeah. Scientology. Hey Chris. hey Chris, that was really good awkward laughing. <laughs> it it was really good, dude. Keep the whole thing. Okay, all right. okay. I'll see you later at the shelter. Yeah, see you at the shelter. See you at the at the at the Zenu meeting. All right, here's a <laughs> here's a. I hate his voice, and here's a piece of it. We're not talking about how long you're gonna live, hon. We're talking about how slow you're going to die. Yeah, see? Listen here, yeah, see? Yeah, not, not talking. 
<laughs> I hate the word hun. That oh, I don't like it either. Hey, hun. Oh, I don't like it. No, that's only diner ladies should ever say that. Yeah. Did you want me to refill your coffee, hun? <laughs> yes. No, yes. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's the only place it should be used. I know it's an act. <laughs> At least I hope it's an act. I really hope it's an act. But if I'm in a diner. And I get those familiar terms thrown at me. Mm-hmm. It makes me really feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I don't mind if somebody goes, Hunt, can, I fill up, can I fill up your co- a coffee, hun? Like, it's cute. I don't have a problem with that. It's just a dude named Philippi saying it. Yeah. That's where yeah. I draw the line, man. And, hey, hon. Yeah. Uh, you're coming with us. See? <laughs> I'm being a mobster man. See? <laughs> All right. Uh, there's that file. How about this one? Bacon's. Oh, no. This is something else. Del Toro talking. What? You're going to meet me in Mexico with the money. She'll be with my partner, and even I won't know where until he calls. You'll come alone. You'll come equipped to induce labor. Not she dies. You'll follow, she dies. If I don't answer the phone when my partner calls, she dies. It's on your head now, Doc. The more careful you are with her life, the less I have to worry. Got me? That baby's coming out, understand? I understand Okay, so I I would argue it's the most uh, verbose he is in any movie. I've never heard him enunciate as much as he's doing here, which is mm-hmm. interesting because you just don't get that from Here's him. the thing. Here's the thing. You don't know at that point that he's talking to the baby's father who is in love with the baby's mother. He, You don't know that yet. And that could have been already d- demonstrated. Like when she goes to see him, why would she go to see him, mm-hmm. by the way? Why would he be her obstetrician? That's creepy. Mm-hmm. But when she goes to see the doctor earlier in the movie, you get the feeling like the doctor freaking hates her. Mm-hmm. It's not at mm-hmm. all portrayed that he actually, you know, has a huge but stake in this game. Do does he it's... hate her? Because she's giving their child away to mm-hmm. his, his father. Dad. Like, I'm just hates. saying. Yeah, sure, I get that. I'm just saying, like, the the movie hasn't given you the understanding you need at this point right. to, to get how bad this plan is. The plan Terrible. is gonna go so. He's literally telling the worst person to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I I, you know, it's, uh, whatever. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what? Quick poll. Quick poll. Favorite Del Toro movie. I got a hand down one, but I want to hear everyone else's. Well, I mean, usual put suspects. Your hands, put your hands down. All right, you I say. Mean, are we taking usual suspects out of running, out of contention? Because no, you can count it. Anybody saying not saying usual suspects is lying. No, I'm not. Then what? you're going to call me a know. liar. I mean, I have a Del, Del Toro movie that <laughs> I like good. better than the usual suspects. Yeah, but his his performance we're talking about. So what do you what, right, do, you, right. what do you pick there, Dunaway? My favorite is Sicario. Oh, you took really, mine, you bastard. I, I love that I really one. have enjoyed that. And I'm a little disappointed that the follow-up film was not by the same director because, man, Yeah, but he's busy making it. he's busy making Dune, so you should be happy about that. I am happy about that, but I'm, I wish they had said to put the Sicario, Sicario uh, sequel, which they didn't need, uh, on hold until he got done. Well, the problem is doubt, actually no. Hold on, hold on. Sicario two was being filmed at the exact same time as he was doing the Blade Runner deal. Right, like he is right. beyond th- that. Villeneuve guy is out of there, man. He is on to big, huge stuff now. There's yeah. no stopping that dude, and I am thrilled about it. I agree with you, though. It would have been nice if he'd have been around, but I heard it's okay. 
It's not bad. Pirates is okay too. It looked good. I, there was some scenes I saw the trailer. It looked really good. I just a little bit. But that Sicario, that first Sicario movie. Ooh, oh, that first one was good. So yeah, good. good stuff. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that was Thank my you, pick. Bro. That was my pick as well. Randy, do you have a? What I, do you like? I since you have already talked about uh, like two of his best movies, I actually want to. I actually want to point out that he keeps playing. Uh, bit roles in Guardians of the Galaxy and Star yeah. Wars movies, oh, right? And I freaking love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love, I love that Guardians of the Galaxy slash Infinity War cameos, mm-hmm. and I love the role he played in the Last Jedi. I thought, mm-hmm. like, I realized, I guess that he can't carry a film anymore, and so I want him in a tiny little bit or piece, <laughs> and that's perfect, man. He like. I again can't take my eyes off that guy mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. watching the Last Jedi. No, I can't do it. I do, I can't take my eye off him no matter what he's doing. He's he's just he's a great. really magnetic guy. I love Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and his weird character. And I shouldn't say I love it. That movie's weird, but I like his role in it. Love it. Um, love it. I like him in everything except that Wolfman movie they made. That was real bad. I don't know if anyone saw. How that. about Sin City? You like him in that? Uh, sure. I guess. Sin- sure. Why not? Brian? First Sin City. Second one's a little rough. First one's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the worst thing ever. All right. Here's a uh, fall asleep in front of. Yeah, exactly. Here is a, a universal truth that we just like to remind you all of. Here you go. I like bacon. It's not a gas station. It's still good. <laughs> that, that, my friends, was the uh, most unbelievable scene in the film i gotta look at that gas station sandwich in no way did that come from a gas station yeah that came from craft services yeah that sandwich was not cut into triangles right and wrapped yeah. in some kind of weird saran wrap and yeah. was not brown yeah cut so. into triangles is the deal yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i've had uh i've had some not pretty good it. sandwiches from a gas station but they were all a kind of behind the counter deli style thing they they would do there so it doesn't really count the right. stuff you're talking about should be the should be what we're discussing here, which is that right where they, where they cut them yeah. in, cut them in half, and then they, they put it on display. Yeah. Look at our meats. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad time for everybody involved. All right, here's uh, Herschel talking. I'm sorry I've gotten you involved in this part of my life. I know it isn't your way of thinking, and I'm grateful for that. I never wanted you to be that way, but don't be naive. She understood who she was dealing with. She understood the situation. It's a simple fact of life that anyone who would do business with a man like me can't be trusted. Dang, dude. That's deep. It's pretty mm-hmm. deep. So deep, put his butt to sleep. And then I'll <laughs> go back to Moolah. <laughs> right, Moolaha. We also have like a lot of hand waving. Yeah. A lot of hand waving. Oh, yeah. you know, we never actually saw no. him really do anything. He, he threatened no. a lot. And people talked about his threatening and menacing but yeah wasn't really when you have a guy like that you need to have it end with a grenade in his pants or something something has to happen right like i'm thinking like like, you got one guy that got shot in the crotch yeah by del toro yeah Yeah, like that (laughs) somebody needs to get something needs to happen to him that poor poor old man survivor made it through all the things he had seen then what happened what happened what actually wait what happened to him in the end now i forgot what happened to herschel what happened he died. Which one? Was it, he was one of the uh, guys running around the the um, hotel with a gun, wasn't he? And no, no, Herschel. The, no, no, Herschel was back oh, home no, getting, see, his, right. getting his wife pregnant. That's yeah. right, and she finds out I'm pregnant. Oh, so right. yeah, he's sitting right. there. Yeah, he's sitting there in the chair in front. That's right. That was a mm-hmm. stupid ending. That was, it was. stupid. Yeah. 
Oh my lord, I want to die. I know we'll have a twist. <laughs> I really she's hate that. She's the only she's the only person that had any character development because she refused to put her body through uh childbirth until she lost uh the child that was in Juliet Lewis's body and then after seeing the videotape she went through with being a mother. Yeah, Even though, you I know, guess I, I thought it was because she couldn't have kids, and now suddenly she can. I that she, I, I, she didn't want to have kids. So. Right, they were too rich for her to have too to go rich. through that. Oh, yeah. oh, all right. That's was what yeah. we were told earlier. I like uh, her in things. Other stuff I've seen her in. I think she's good. The blonde. Yeah, I forgot her I, name. I look back to see what I don't remember. Kristen Lemon or Lemon. I don't remember. I've seen other things she's been in, but I don't remember her in them. Do you remember uh, she was in, wasn't she in The Killing? She she was in The Killing, wasn't she? The TV show The Killing. She was in The Killing. Who was she in The Killing? She was the lawyer that was kind of getting it on with, uh, who was she getting it on with? Joel Kinnaman? No, it was, she was Hmm. the, no, I'm sorry, not a lawyer. She was part of the campaign. She ran, the first two seasons helped run the campaign for the guy that, you thought killed the girl, but didn't in the end, mm. and they get put in a wheelchair because somebody shot him. Remember that? I don't know. I don't no, but now I know since I'm watching The Killing. <laughs> Jeez. I did watch that like seven, six or seven years ago. Yeah. Unfortunately, made the mistake of watching that as it aired. Yeah. Way better as a binge show, for sure. Oh, she yeah. was yeah. on an episode of Castle, by the way. I'm kind of looking forward to the new series on ABC this fall that's going to bring back Nathan Fillion Shut this up. time also as a police officer in The Rookie. What? Really? Yeah. I haven't heard about this. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. either until I saw a trailer for it the other night. That sounds great. Yeah, man. She definitely doesn't have the best IMDb photo, but not the worst for this movie. No. Yeah. Not by far. Oh, no. Looks like this movie, that, an asthma attack. That would that would be Heidi Van Leer who played the gas station clerk. Her um her IMDB photo looks exactly like uh she went up to a booth that was labeled take your IMDB photo here. And then she was like, Oh what, this button? And it only gives you one try. Yeah. Nice. At, well, at a gas station, by the way. That's probably where I, it's done. I like it. Yeah. At least she didn't get uh titled sloppy prostitute. <laughs> Who got Irene titled that? <laughs> Wow, Irene Santiago. I guess she must have been the one that Juliette Lewis popped in on, who was uh-huh. robbing that that man, yeah. and then she got turned away. Sloppy prostitute. That's what a terrible that? name. Prostitute. You don't want to. You do not want to be called a sloppy prostitute. That's, no, that's Egg. awesome. Well done. Egg. Uh, final clip. Is it? Nope. Two more. Here's one. If I want to hit her, I hit her. If I want to miss, I miss. Oh, that part was all right. Uh, and then uh, this line, which I'll just use for lots of things from here on out. Come get in the car right now. All right, Philippi, I'm getting in the car. Let's okay. do it right now. Hey, look, look at us. It's the Films Out Checklist. Wants to be another Pulp Fiction? Yes. Or check. check. Sorry. Better than, <laughs> better than most Pulp Fiction wannabes? Check. That's not uh, saying much? Check. I don't know. I mean, name, I think name if you put this one. up against like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or I don't know if uh, I'd call those Pulp Fiction-y. Well, They're, okay. Well, yeah, what about uh, well, Wise Guys? Uh, lucky Number Eleven. That's no, a terrible movie. That's a terrible movie. That's not a good movie. What's the one? What's the one with Jeremy Piven? That uh, was really good. Seven bags oh yeah, of a yeah. Duffel. I actually enjoyed that one. Uh, he was the bad guy, right? He duffel was. Well, he was the slimy guy. Duffel bags. Guy. And a, a bag of right. duffel bags. 
Is that it? No, yeah, no it wasn't yeah. eight heads in a duffel no, bag. No, it was. It was uh, 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 Smoke and Aces. Was it Smoke and Aces? Smoke and Aces. Smoke and Aces. Yes. That yeah. was a good, that's a good Pulp Fiction wannabe. I enjoyed Smoke and Aces. That was pretty darn Yeah, good. that one's all right. I'll give you that one. But yeah. that's why I said most. Better than I most Pulp this, Fiction I still wannabes. Think this is worse than most. <laughs> well, that's that's like why the... my third thing was that's not saying much check. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I feel I, like the cheese. worst. I feel like the worst Pulp Fiction wannabes are like Kill Bill and Jackie Brown and Really? Other, you know, so other, uh, other <laughs> I like Jackie too... Brown with his own thing. I, I enjoyed it. I like Jackie yeah. Brown a lot. There's nothing wrong with Jack, yeah. Jackie Brown. No one likes Jackie. Someone doesn't like Jackie Brown. I like Jackie Brown a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm blaming Tarantino for trying right. to recapture. Right. That. But see, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like that was Pulp Fiction. I felt like that was an homage to 70s films of the type. But I know what you mean. Yeah. But I mean, he... Yeah, I mean the the Pulp Fiction, like what is Pulp Fiction without Reservoir Dogs, and what is, you know, what is Hateful Eight without the kind like the kinds of things Glorious Tarantino Bastards. does? Yeah, exactly. It's like he, he does pull from himself. He pulls himself off a lot. What am I saying? Yes, he does. Pulls, pulls right in front of you. That's, right in front of you. Yeah, right in front of me. Well, it's, only if you have good feet. You have to have good feet. If you have good feet, you're in. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, uh, this is in the Roger Corman four film collections. Somebody just sent me a link to this for 15 bucks. What? Future film so sack. Which, which uh, Star which Crash, which we, movie do you get? <laughs> Star Crash, we've already seen. Drat. Uh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Love that film. That was the one that was the TV film, correct? I believe so. Rock and Roll High School. Never saw that one. Mm, and the Ramones. Piranha, the first one. That's right. Not that other one we just saw. Oh, I would watch. Oh, really? Watch but none Piranha. of the um, God. What's the one with the race? Death race. None oh, of the death, death race races. films. Nope. Nope. Really? Wasn't there a race movie with something death? <laughs> Wasn't there a race movie with things that implied death? <laughs> nice pullback. Um, I'm surprised that none of those were in there. Yeah, me too. Uh, maybe they're saving that for the death race collection, which will also be fifteen ninety nine. Uh, Star Trek Connections this week we only have one Sarah Silverman she played Raving Bitch uh, in Voyager she was uh, played Rain Robinson in the episode Future's End and Future's End Part 2 as alluded to by Randy earlier Uh, I don't remember her in that and I've seen all of Voyager so I probably should go back and check it out uh she, I, I don't know. I don't. How was she in that? Do you have any? Anyone have a memory of how? No. I'm hoping she was angry. Yeah. Well, I she, watched Voyager <laughs> all the way through. Like, mm. I watched Voyager all the way through like five years ago, and I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, you watched it all. To, uh, I need to do that. I feel yeah, like oh, I feel like over, I've yeah. missed a, a chance to just get back into my Star Trek vibe lately. I just haven't. I don't know. Just haven't. Yeah. Well, is it like we talked about earlier? There's a ton of TV right now. Mm-hmm. And that's all vying yeah, for our attention. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff to watch on TV. So, uh, soundtrack great. I'd give you a G for great. I think it's the best thing in the yeah, movie. Agreed. Real cool stuff, and just I don't know, smart, interesting. Kramer guy. Yeah, Kramer. Kramer. You did good. Uh, now it's time for the Twitter post. Sum it up in 280 characters, if you please. Let's start with Randy. The way of the gun. A highly contentious pregnancy. A woman secretly making out with Tay Diggs, but right there where anyone can walk in and see them. Men popping off everywhere, something, something, Saturday night, Ebbets House. Nice. (laughs) You know, I'm 100% fine if every ending ends up that way. You never have to not do that. I think it's always. I'm all right with it, too. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we should ask. We should ask the butt of that joke. (laughs) We should always ask Ibbett if he's okay with it. But yes, I like it. It's good. 
Uh, <laughs> next up, we have, as is tradition, Brian Dunaway. Ah, the way of the gun. Like, almost forgetting you punched Sarah Silverman in the face almost two hours ago. You're going to hell, Ryan Flippy. <laughs> Philip <laughs> Adjudication. Flippy Pippy. Adjudication. Adjudication. Oh, yeah, dude, no clips with adjudication in it. I know. And they said it like one million times. <laughs> and it was like, it, it was the such a tagline. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a fun build up, too, because at first it was like adjudication. And then he said it again, like about five minutes later. And then all of a sudden it was just a volley of adjudications. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. stop it. Well, I, I failed. I failed in the, in my uh, clip gathering. Uh, shame, job. shame. Finally, bringing shame. up the ream, or the ream, bringing up the ream, bringing up the ream, Brian Ibbett. Mm. Mm. Yes, bring ready for the ream. ream. Mm-hmm. Ready Here for the ream. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Way of the Gun. This movie is all mousetrap and no free cheese. Oh, oh that's pretty that good. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, all right. Let's see. Where are we now? Oh, oh my gosh. This just handed to me. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Wow, that hurt. <laughs> Just handed to me on this little card. These were titles that almost happened. It was almost called The Day of the Bum or The Tray of the Chum. <laughs> I didn't use any of the ones uh, from our Slack conversation because I didn't feel like yeah. it was right to do that. But we had Aww. a little fun with rhyming uh, words in there. So mm-hmm. a little behind the scenes for everybody. A little punny. A little punniness. A couple of quick emails from listeners who sent them into filmsack at gmail.com. We got one from Jeff May. And Jeff, hey. you may have your email read right now. The subject is this week in FilmSack from six years ago. Hey, FilmSack crew, I thought it would take us down a trip to memory lane. So here's a little bit of a test for us. Do you know what film you sacked six years ago this week? But this would have been last week. Uh, to give you a hint, here's a clip of Randy Vanilla Ice Jordan describing it oh. for you. Okay. So hold on a second. Oh, I thought I had this copied out. Let me do this real fast. Okay, there we go. Uh, play. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. This movie made me laugh and it had me crying. Hammy Will Smith, stupid Kevin Klein. A script that got worse line after line. For the sake of nothing, dumb steampunk wasn't even saved by Salma Hayek's junk. Every little bit of this thing was whack. I guess it's perfect for film sack. In the wild, wild west. Oh, I wonder. Oh, wow. So there's the title right (laughs) there. I wish he'd cut the clip off after like two seconds so we could actually uh, wonder what it was. Yeah. Right. You know what, and though? So That's chicken crazy. The chicken the Bucket origin story right there. Right. Yeah. Yes, the very origin of Chicken the Bucket. Six years, dude? Six years ago. What? That six. that Chicken the Bucket is six years old today. That's Pour insane. One out. That's insane. She's insanity. never been forgotten. How is that Pour even? Pour one out of the bucket today. How is that real at all? That blows my mind. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. Uh, let's see. One more email. This came through us from Gilgrim, who says, was trying to work while listening to the latest episode. Slippery Swan, uh, the comment Slippery Swan killed me. Had to stop the episode. It's not good for a uh, tattoo, uh, a tattooist to tattoo you while convulsing uncontrollably from laughter from his favorite podcast, Gilgram. No, this is true. Yeah. I don't remember the Slippery Swan comment. Please though. take a picture, though. I would like to see the tattoo results of post-film sack. Yeah. But do you like guys know what the that. swan reference was? I don't know what it is. Well, it was a hot fuzz. Oh, yeah. He's running around chasing yeah, that yeah, swan. Yeah. Oh. Right. That damn slippery swan. Oh, I'm happy to hear we almost made him screw up somebody's armor. Jeez, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like a needle scratching a record right. yeah. is all I can visualize with that. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for the emails, guys. If you want to send your emails in, you can do it simply and easily at filmsack at gmail.com or, excuse me, go to the website filmsack.com and hit the contact link and boom, you're in. That's what these two guys did and you can do the same. Boom, um, you're in. Our next movie 
is a little bit of a lighter fare and involves a CGI dog. Randy, do the honors. Backy, backy, back. We're uh, on film sack with the Scooby Doo <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. The original, the first movie, the only one that needed to be made. I actually, right. I remember seeing this movie when it was in theaters, but I remember nothing. So I forgot there was a sequel. Totally forgot. Guys. Totally forgot there was a sequel. How is that sequel? Probably terrible. It's probably the worst thing ever. Right? Not as only, good, but tolerable. only Brian Dunaway knows. Mm. Tolerable, not mm -hmm. as good. Tolerable, yeah. Why do you always you know? Because you you own these things or something, right? You own well, these movies. Of course. Why would you not own them? <laughs> I can you think fools. of about a, tr a trillion things I'd rather own than that. If I'm being honest, but with you. but what would they be? They would be. See, you don't own them. You're wasting your time. You should totally get the Scooby Doo double pack. The important thing is it would not be Scooby Doo. Whatever it is, I would own. It wouldn't be that. Go um, back that's okay. No judgment. You you do you, man. You go to Walmart. You dig through that dollar bin. You uh -huh. do what you got to do. Right? I have don't you, dig through the dollar have already, bin. Have you already ordered anymore. your uh, Roger Corman four pack? <laughs> it is it is in my cart. I'm afraid to hit purchase just yet. But you yeah, should, it's in my cart. It. You should do it. And I don't dig through the Walmart uh, thing anymore. I just, if something's on top, yeah, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. And you know, you gotta, you have, know, gotta have rules. I, I mean, I, I tease, of course, because I generally you and I have a lot of shared interest in, in movies, especially in the horror genre. I have no problem right. with it. In fact, will you bring to the show a little uh, some gravitas because we're all like Scooby Doo. Did I even see that? And no, you're like, no, I've seen it for anti gravitas. Times. He brings anti gravitas. I like that. He brings some helium to the. No, I don't know. Is what that it what is. the opposite? of <laughs> <laughs> Helios. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what the opposite is. I've never had to think about it before. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> but I I did just find that they have the uh, oh they got the four film Scooby Doo fave pack uh, uh, for only yeah only uh, nine ninety six if you don't mind getting it all with yeah, yeah what's the films, other two what's getting... the other two movies are they animated there were a few just that went to cart yeah they, no there's a few that actually I believe they 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 did uh, on the Cartoon Network if I'm not mistaken uh, they used to have a movie. Uh, cartoon network did during the day on saturdays and i think that's when these may have been spawned not 100 sure on that but there are uh the first two from the official series and then two more yeah but are they um, live action or are they oh they're live action yeah they're I'm live guessing action. no sarah michelle geller or freddie prince jr yeah, the, or, yeah. right right yeah yeah, yeah. just so, the first two those two are too busy making babies too busy <laughs> and if you don't mind getting some with some uh some goober jelly on it you can order it used for 5.95 goober yeah. jelly. Uh, i don't jelly. what gross got out the most i don't know what's happening now this is all terrible uh, um all right jelly. well uh that's gonna do it for film sack everybody we hope you've enjoyed the episode i know i have and i suspect we mm. all have we'll be back next week uh with a brand new show scooby-doo that's what it is get down there oh is it netflix i assume so right yes okay yeah uh, filmsack.com is our website as always you can leave us emails filmsack at gmail.com and on twitter we're at filmsack and uh by the way if you're trying to follow all of us you can do that on our website as well filmsack.com has a link to everybody's twitter account you can find archives of the show you can leave comments on this episode all kinds of fun stuff there that's filmsack.com and leave us a review wherever leave us review leave us a review wherever leave you us get review. Your... <laughs> leave, leave us, us review. review go to internet leave no. us review uh, that's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Adjudicate. <laughs> we'll see you Adjudication. next time. <laughs> Move. Moving. Move. Moving. Moving. Moving.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Come get in the car right now! Okay, gosh dang it. Car right oh, now! Geez.